Kristen and uh, Jake would like everyone just to be relaxed today, enjoy this time together as we celebrate their wedding. And this is very special for us in this church because these are homegrown kids here. Uh, they've been here their whole life, and it's exciting for all of us, and uh, it's going to be a spectacular day today. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here in the sight of God and in the face of this congregation to join this man and this woman in holy matrimony, which is honorably esteemed institute by God himself, signifying unto the us the mystical union that is between Christ and his church, which holy estate Christ adorned and beautified with his presence and first miracle that he wrought in Cana of Galilee, and is commended in the Holy Scriptures to be honorable among all men, and therefore is not to be entered or enterprised unadvisedly, lightly, or wantonly, but reverently, discreetly, soberly, in the fear of God. Let's duly consider the causes for which matrimony was ordained. First, it was ordained for the increase of mankind according to the will of God and that children might be brought up in the fear and nature, nurture of the Lord and to the praise of his holy name. Second, it was ordained in order that the natural instincts and affections implanted by God should be hollowed and directed aright, that those who are called of God to this holy estate should continue therein pureness of living. Thirdly, it was ordained for mutual society, help and comfort, that the one ought to have the other, both in prosperity and adversity, into which holy estate these two persons presently come now to be joined. Therefore, if any man can show any just cause why they may not lawfully be joined together, let him now speak or hereafter forever hold his peace. I require and charge both of you, as you will answer at the day of judgment, when the secrets of all hearts shall be disclosed, that if either of you know any impediment, why you may not be lawfully joined together in matrimony, that you confess it. For be well assured that those who are coupled together otherwise than God's word does allow are not joined together by God. Neither is their matrimony lawful. Jacob, will you have this woman to be your wedded wife, to live together after God's ordinance? holy estate of matrimony? Will you love her, comfort and honor her, and keep her in sickness and in health? And forsaking all other, keep thee only unto yourself as long as you shall live. That's good. 
Kristen, will you have this man to be your wedded husband, to live together after God's ordinance in the holiest state of matrimony? Will you obey him and serve him, love and honor him, keep him in sickness and in health, and forsaking all others, keep thee only unto him so long as you both shall live? Here's the biggest question of the night. Who gives this woman to be married? Mother and I. Amen. <laughs> see, this was the examination here to see if mom and dad were going to say it's okay. So I'm glad we're through that. Come on together here. Repeat after me. I, Jacob, take thee, Christian, to be my wedded wife. I, Jacob, take thee, Christian, to have and to hold from this day forward. For better, for worse, for richer, for poor. In sickness and in health, to love and to cherish. Do we miss a page? Okay. <laughs> We're skipping ahead here. Oh, yeah, we got to do a lot of other stuff first. <laughs> I thought that was awful quick, Phil. Well, you wanted to get it going. Yeah. Let us pray. Oh, gracious and ever-living God, you have created us male and female in your image. Look mercifully upon this man and this woman who come to you seeking your blessing. And assist them with your grace, that with true fidelity and steadfast love they may honor and keep the promises and vows they make. Through Jesus Christ our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. I knew I needed my own book. Today's first reading comes from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, beginning at verse 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our own image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. The word of the Lord. Today's second reading comes from the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, beginning of verse 1. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us, and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Wives, submit your, to your husbands and as to the Lord. 
For the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ, the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sacrifice and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he may be, might present her to her, himself a glorious church, not having a spot or wrinkle of any or any such thing, but that she should only she be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does to the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let one of, one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. The word of the Lord. You have four. 
Well, Happy New Year. What a great day to have a wedding. First day of the year. You know, but we're living in, in crazy times right now. In fact, uh, there's a lot of people that are fearful of uh, what's going on in the world around us today. But I'm happy we're here. And you know, this is, people say we're getting married. This is more than a marriage. What we do in this church, we call it holy matrimony. It's a sacrament. It's more than we're just getting married. It's, it's a sacrament that's ordained by God. And we call it holy matrimony. And a few months ago, I'm going to steal this from my daughter's wedding. She got married during crazy times. And being the father of the bride, I had to kind of take control because people are, you know, afraid of what they could catch or what was happening around them. But this is the same word for today that God gave me then. Jesus came to the wedding at Cana. He was there. In fact, he cared so much about that wedding that he created, his, he did his first miracle, even though he really wasn't ready. His mom said, Jesus, we're running out of wine. Now, that could happen with this crowd here. <laughs> so, Marie, uh, stay in tune, would you? But the word was, we don't have to be afraid. When we come to church, when we take communion, when we gather together, we are under the protection of God. And today, if you have faith, which I know you do, you wouldn't be here. Just believe you're under God's protection today. And I want you to let loose today in a great celebration. You know, I taught my kids this, and I might as well let you guys in on something here tonight. This is really more important than you can imagine. Because in this day and age, we don't see marriages last. We don't see them happening in the church. For holy matrimony has to be in a church building. We can't be outside. We've got to be in the house of God. So that's why we're here in the house of God. To enter into the sacrament and be partakers of holy matrimony. The other thing is this is really about Steve and Marie. Sorry, Kristen, I know you think it's your big day. But you have the rest of your life to walk this marriage out with Jake, with Jacob. But I know Steve and Marie very well, and I knew they had to get down on their hands and knees and pray and cry out to God. And their only question was, God, is Jacob the one for my daughter? Is he the one? Because this is the most important decision I'm going to make for my daughter. And I want to make sure I'm hearing from you, God. And Steve came to me and he said, what do you think? I said, Steve, I can't answer that question. You're the only person, you and your wife are the only person who can answer that question. And so Steve and Marie are throwing a big party today. They're having a big celebration. 
that they found a man of God who's promised to love their daughter with all his heart and to lead her and guide her. Jake, you're taking on a lot of responsibility. She's a handful. <laughs> I've known her her whole life. She's excelled whatever she's done in her ministry here. She did A+. She's a college graduate and a minister of music. And if you've ever heard her sing, it's like an angel singing. And so you're having to fill big shoes here. And I wanted to give you a little tip from the scripture today. And it's one of my favorite psalms. And I'm not going to tell you why. But it is one of my favorite psalms. Because God delivered me in my time of need with this song. But Psalm 127 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen stay awake in vain. And Jake, you can't do this on your own. You're not going to be able to do all that God's called you on your own. You need to look to God with all your heart. You need to let Him build your life and build this marriage and build this life together. And so my recommendation to you is that you need to read your Bible every day that you can. And you need to cry out to Him and ask Him for direction and help. And if you'll do that, I already know the outcome. We can look at many couples here in the church. When you put God first in your marriage, the marriage succeeds. When you put your wife above your own desires and your own needs, you succeed. And one of the ways you do that is you have to love God. You have to love Him with all your heart. In fact, I've told all my kids, I go, if you really want to have a successful marriage, you have to love God more than your, than your spouse. And people, how can you do that? I can't see God. I can't touch God. I don't know how you do that. You do that in prayer. You do that in crying out to him. But I know that this marriage is going to be very successful. And I know God is going to bless you because you have a track record. You have a past. You've listened to God. You've done what he's asked you to do. You've obeyed him. And Christian, I want you to have a little patience with Jake, okay? You promised here, which you don't see this in many weddings, you promised to obey him. Wow, we're living in a different world, aren't we here? You know, never bring that up, Jake. You don't ever want to bring that up because it will backfire on you every time. <laughs> yeah, about when I think I'm right and I tell my wife, honey, you're supposed to obey. That's the wrong thing. So just get away from that one, all right? Well, setting all humor aside, let's get on with this marriage. Amen. We're going to try this a second time.
You've already had a little practice at I this. Practice. Uh, you want to hold this for me? Okay. Yeah. All right, we're going to do this right here. Repeat after me. I, Jacob, take thee, Christian. I, Jacob, take thee, Christian. To my wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward. To have and to hold. For better, for worse. For better, for worse. For richer, for poor. For richer, for poor. In sickness and in health. In sickness and in health. To love and to cherish till death do us part. To love and to cherish till death do us part. According to God's holy ordinance. According to God's holy ordinance. And thereto I give thee my troth. There too. There too, I give them my troth. That's a handful. <laughs> okay. Okay, we'll try again now. This, this way. How about this? I, Christian, take thee, Jacob, to my wedded husband, to have and to hold from this day forward. For better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health, to love, cherish, and obey, till death do us part, according to God's holy ordinance. And thereto I give thee my troth. I want to bless them first. Bless, O Lord, these rings, and grant that they who gave them and they who shall wear them may remain faithful to each other and abide in thy peace forever and live together in love and unity. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Kristen, do you want to... Oh, Jake, you want to put this on... Christians. Repeat after me. With this ring I thee wed. With this ring I thee wed. With my body I thee cherish. With my body I thee cherish. And with all my worldly goods I thee endow. With all my worldly goods I thee endow. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Christian, repeat after me. With, with this ring I thee wed. With my body I thee honor. And with all my worldly goods I thee endow. Pray in the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. O eternal God, creator and preserver of all mankind, giver of all spiritual grace and author of everlasting life, Send thy blessing upon these servants, this man and this woman, whom we bless in thy name, that living faithfully together, they may surely perform and keep the vow and covenant made between them, whereof this ring giving and receiving is a token and pledge, and may ever remain in perfect love and peace together, and live according to the laws through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, join your hands.
Those whom God has joined together, let no man put asunder. For as much as Jacob, what? Okay. <laughs> For as much as Jacob and Christian have consented together in holy wedlock, and have witnessed the same before God in this company, and thereto have given and pledged their troth to each other, and have declared the same by giving and receiving of a ring and joining of hands. I pronounce them man and wife in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, bless, preserve, and keep you. The Lord mercifully with his favor look upon you and fill you with all spiritual benediction and grace. That you may live together in this life, that in the world to come you may have everlasting life. Amen. Are we doing incense or no incense? Okay. I need a little more practice at this. Okay. Are those ready? Not much smoke. <laughs> All right, let's be serious now, huh? Are you having fun? Okay. Most gracious Father, we give you thanks for your tender love in sending Jesus Christ to come among us, to be born of a human mother, and to make the way of the cross the way of life. We thank you for consecrating the union of man and woman in his name. By the power of your Holy Spirit, pour out the abundance of your blessing upon this man and this woman. Defend them from every enemy. Lead them in all peace. Let their love for each other be a seal upon their hearts, a mantle about their shoulders, and a crown upon their foreheads. Bless them in their work and in their companionship, in their sleeping and in their waking, in their joy and in their sorrow in their lives and in their death. Finally, in your mercy, bring them to the table where your saints feast forever in your heavenly kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God forever and ever. Amen. O merciful Lord and heavenly Father, by whose gracious gift mankind is increased, we beseech thee, assist with thy blessing these two persons that they may both be fruitful in procreation of children and also live together so long in godly love and honesty that they may see their children's children into the third and fourth generation to the praise and glory of his name. Amen. Amen. Now I'm going to add my blessing, okay? Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, I just thank you for this couple, Lord. Let them be a light and an example to those around them. Lord, I pray you pour out many children upon them and provide for their every need through their hard work and labor, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. May I offer one another God's peace. God bless. Peace. Congratulations.
I said all I needed to. Uh, we welcome all baptized believers to receive the body and blood of Christ. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do always and everywhere give you thanks through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Because in the love of wife and husband you have given us an image of heavenly Jerusalem, adorned as a bride for her bridegroom, your son Jesus Christ our Lord, who loves her and gave himself for her, that he might make the whole world a new creation. And so with all the choir of angels in heaven, we proclaim your glory to join in their unending hymn of praise. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts to make them holy, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he was given up to death, a death he freely accepted, he took bread and gave you thanks. He broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup. Again, he gave you thanks and praise and gave the cup to his disciples and said, Drink this, all of you. 
This is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ, Christ is, is risen. risen. And Christ, Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and broken. As we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. By him, with him, and in him. In the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, so we have the courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, 